Hello there, and welcome to the American Folklore and Paranormal Podcast. Here we talk about hauntings, folklore, tall tales, ghosts, cryptids, UFOs, and everything else in the paranormal realm. I'm your host, Eric, as always. I'm glad you're here, and I hope you're doing well. As we prepare for the final episode of Season 2. So I hope you got your marshmallows and you're ready to toast them, kick back, and relax. Before we do that, if you would, please go ahead and subscribe, smash that like button, and please share this podcast, spread the word around. And now the moment you've been waiting for, as we approach Independence Day, no doubt there are several ghost stories of founding fathers, but none, I think, is fascinating to me at least, that the hauntings of George Washington. For those of you who may not know, George Washington was our first president, general of the Continental Army, in our struggle for independence from Great Britain. He led our country onto the world stage, so to speak, by defeating the most powerful army on earth at that time. By daring tactics is crossing the Delaware River, not once, not twice, but three times, once to route the Hessians, third time to rout Lord Cornwallis. And when his country needed him the most again, they asked him to run for president, and he did his duty. And it was George Washington that really set the precedent of what it meant to be president of the United States. Although at the time, a president could have essentially unlimited terms, it was Washington that actually set the norm for two terms only. It was thought that if Washington didn't do it, you didn't do it. And of course, that was broken by FDR, which is why Congress eventually came up with a constitutional amendment which limited the presidency's terms. Although Washington has been a bit of a controversial figure in the last few years, he was a slave owner, and slavery is no doubt a black spot in the soul of this nation. It should be noted, though, that he had put it in his well and upon his death, which was in 1799, that the slaves should be set free. And his wife honored that within a year and a half of his death, setting free all those he had previously owned. But it turned out that not even after death, Washington was quite done with his Mount Vernon home, which he, which he passed away in. It was a home he was very fond of, and it was an 8,000-acre estate. It's a 16-sided barn, obviously slave quarters, and his home. Over the years, Mount Vernon has had several owners. And in fact, it is rumored that some of the children and some of the people that passed away from these other owners also haunt Mount Vernon, including some of the slaves and Washington's own personal servant, William Lee. But it's also the president himself that still haunts the place. As it's more set up as a museum, as a place for people to see, and you can even stay in Washington's bedroom where he passed away. There's a story about a young lady in the early 2000s who was locking things up and would often pass Washington's bedroom to go to a place called the Yellow Room. And would often feel brushes from the former president, including hands being pressed on her shoulders. Although this would only happen when she was by herself, she had someone with her. Usually these things did not happen. As I said before, Washington's 
bedroom could be rented out for people to stay in. Although I'm not sure why you'd want to lie in the same bed as the former president, but there are those who believe that they can drain or absorb the energy um, from the former president in there. One couple had an unfortunate night. And I don't know what they did or what they said, but something about it really upset the former president. And as they went to go to bed, and is, from my understanding, a vintage day, so candles and all, and they had one particular candle they had set in a water basin. I guess they were worried about setting the place on fire. Well, in the middle of the night, suddenly the candle became lit and was flickering fiercely, enough to wake the couple up. Suddenly, they would hear noises stomping. Starting to freak out, the two couples began arguing with each other. It was rumored that Washington Saber, which was kept in the corner of the room at the time, would start shaking and rattling. Needless to say, they were too scared to run and definitely too scared to sleep. Tired and frightened, when the first light came, out of that room they went. Also, there were stories that after they had installed security alarms around the place, often the stables would go off. Security would go down there and check out to see what was going on and find absolutely nothing just to have the alarms from Washington's room go off. Over the decades, the security guards concluded that it must have been the former president's going out for a ride, putting his horse back into the stable and then going to his room to retire. Possibly residual haunting? Who knows? But the most stunning story has nothing to do with his estate, but how he appeared to come and help our nation in its darkest time in need. Obviously we know about the Civil War in Gettysburg being probably the most tragic and bloodiest war of any American battle. Where more Americans died than any other at Gettysburg. 20th Maine Regiment, led by Colonel Justin Chamberlain, were double-timing double it from Maryland to make it to Gettysburg. They were going to miss the first day of battle for sure, but they had outdated mats and came across a fork in the road which totally threw them off. Not knowing which direction they should go, one possibly leading to Gettysburg to meet up with the rest of the army, the other a wild goose chase. It appeared that the men reported that suddenly a man in a tripod hat sitting upon a white horse waved the men to follow him down the trail that they needed to go, thus leading them to where their destination was, which was Round Top Hill, where the 20th Maine would take up the left flank, which was not an easy task to do. For the next two days, they would battle it out. They would drop, die, and quickly lose ammo. They were able to hold back several charges the time to come. They needed to push one last time. Out of ammo, no more men. And no doubt, morale starting to shake. appears that George Washington decided this was the time he should appear. And to be no doubt this time who this man on the white horse was. According to reports, suddenly he would show 
And the Taurus in its full revolutionary uniform. Pulling the saber from its sheath. With the blade ablaze with fire. He ordered the men to fasten their bayonets and prepare to charge. And it appears that Washington led the charge down the hill, leading the 20th Maine, crushing the Confederates once and for all, routing them and pushing them back, never allowing the Confederate ever to invade Northern states again. Rumors of Washington's ghostly apparition appearing made it so far as to reach Lincoln's own war secretary. Edward Stanton, in which he ordered an investigation. And when the men were asked, especially Colonel Chamberlain, probably the best quote that was said was this. Yes, that report circulated through our lines, and I have no doubt that it inspired the men doubtlessly and was superstitious. Who among us can say such thing was impossible? We have yet, we have not yet sounded or explained the immortal light that lies out beyond our earthly plane. We do not know what mystic powers may be possessed by these who have been now been blackened with the dead. All they know its effects. I dare not explain or deny the cause. I do believe that we were enveloped by the powers of the other world that day. Who shall say Washington wasn't among our numbers of those we aided the country founded? So that, my friends, I hope is a good story for you this Independence Day. As I said, this is the season finale. But don't despair, my friends, because when the air cools, it comes crisp. The harvest is ready. The nights are starting to get long and the days short. And the leaves start to change the colors from the golds, the oranges, the yellows, into the copper. Season three will be upon us. The spooky season. And I promise to bring you some dark tales. Stories. Perfect for Halloween. But between now and then, my friends, enjoy the rest of your summer. <laughs>